silence me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Comic Clowns Podcast. This is Bruce Ward, Chief Hoover. Chris, the Enforcer Vasquez. And I feel so bad being the last one. Kyle, Darth Cooch, Kuchenbecker. <laughs> and it, that, that, that is just getting shorter and shorter like as it goes. Like It used to be like six long, and now we're down to three. Uh, I want to welcome everyone here to the day of WrestleMania. And I felt like today would be a great day to record, because I haven't done it in a really long time. And I guess the question is, why haven't we done this? Uh, life. I will actually go, I'll add life. And I'll add, like, just depression tacked onto that for me. Like, that's honest. Like, it, so, I, so life. Yeah, as we started losing and losing and losing and life, like, revolved around it, it's just like, you know. Uh, first, also, I would, I would like to put out a happy birthday to Austin, uh, the guy who helped make that beat that we play at the beginning here. It's his birthday on WrestleMania, so he's, he's, he's in uh, Detroit, actually, watching it. Oh, Good on cool. him. He got to meet Booker. Why is he in Detroit okay, watching it, it? Where is it this year? It's like New Jersey, See, New York. That's oh, at the Giants. Oh, yeah, the MetLife. MetLife, yeah. So he's there. I thought it was closed ah. there. Uh, but yeah, so he's there doing that. I want to say happy birthday to him. Uh, I had other things I wanted to bring up really quick, but uh, uh, we've actually been pretty slouching on comics recently. Uh, I don't even want to talk about that. Uh, like you can see my stack to your right, uh, I still have to go through. Uh, <laughs> Mine's probably about two stacks higher than that. Yeah, I got to go through. Um, I at least got about a month's worth of pickup at the comic. Oh, store I know. Still. I got. I've got two. I got to go. I got to go do my pickup sometime this week. Uh, with us today, we have uh, Bird. He's a staple for our streams and things like that. Say hello, Bird. Hello, Bird. Good job, Bert. Uh, he's he, he's a parrot now. Uh, like fry, like fry. Then we got, but you can teach crows to talk. They can learn up to like forty-five words or some nonsense like that. Yeah, yeah. Or is that ravens? I think that's ravens. I'm gonna go with ravens. White ravens. Yes. <laughs> uh, then we got Don with us today. Don, you can introduce yourself. You've never been on here before. I don't know what you really want me to describe about myself, but that's my enough. Name is Don, that's good enough. <laughs> oh, outstanding. Uh, that was. Uh, that was a very interesting one. He's like, yes, I am Don. Ha-ha. He, he is a video gamer, Warcraft lore person, loves uh, technology, does sign printing, loves D&D, is also a dungeon master. Yeah, that. That is what I wanted to do. That, that DM story was kind of an interesting one, too. That What, I made it one game of D&D before I was a DM? <laughs> Literally one night. He made of, one night, and I'm D&D. like, who, who here actually thought a lot about tonight? Who thought a lot about tonight and actually could probably do this well? Well, that eliminates everyone at the table, but Don, <laughs> shit. All right. So I have like a Thursday night game that I started to run, and it got really, really, really big, and I needed a second DM, and then Mark was going to be it, but that turned into hell and high water, and now he's gone. And now I'm down to like, who else would want to do it? <laughs> Nobody jumped to the occasion, so I had to literally pick a name out of a hat, and Don was it. Uh, but what a good name it was, right? I know, right? Um, so Not really a hard pick when... You know he's the only one capable of doing it. Uh-huh, I like the, I will, actually, I would like to think that. Um, but the people did come back out. Um, and I'll talk about more D&D at the, like, towards the end before we hop into. So today, we're gonna, I want to talk a little bit about Shazam. Uh, hop into Captain Marvel. And you, you already said Shazam. I know, right? Yeah, that, that point right there. And then move on to uh, like a little bit before Endgame, because I know everyone's excited for Endgame. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it to end. That's about it uh, for me. Truth. And then I'll go, we want to talk about, we, Kyle brought to me, he's like, you know what? Google just came out with a thing, and we should, if we're going to do a comeback episode, I feel 
like that's the best thing to talk about. So we all sat down and watched the te- one hour podcast or press conference this morning. And we have a lot more questions than answers <laughs> about this. Uh, did anybody else want to bring up anything really fast? Uh, what they got going on? You have no hair. I shaved my head. That is correct. I have less fat on my body. You know, I've been doing a lot of things. You know, I lose it here. I lost it here. It's great. I'm definitely losing it here, though. You know, in there, it's that's going. That's scary. <sighs> yeah, oh, trust me, I'm losing my mind at this <laughs> at this point. I've been married since the last time we did this. Oh my god, it's been like so fantastic. And he's losing his mind. Correlation? Exactly. <laughs> you know, at this point, it's like someone's got to love me sooner or later. Don't worry, Chris. There's hope. That goes to both of you. Uh, <laughs> I don't need anybody. <laughs> there it is. Like you sound like you're in the booth or something, just like really far back. Just ah. sorry. No, no, it was just it was a good thing. Uh, so let's see here. Want to kick off with uh, we want you, Kyle. You're usually the harshest critic on a lot of movies. So you, let's start with you. I know two of you had not seen Shazam yet. Um, and if you guys haven't seen Shazam yet, please, I will say go see it. It's but I want to see what Kyle's actual like take on all this is. For Shazam, it's a two-hour episode of Chuck, in my opinion. <laughs> if you don't watch the trailers, you won't see all the comedy that's going to be in the movie, and you'll like it. If you watch the trailers, you already saw all the comedy that's in the movie, you're going to be bored. That's your honest opinion? Because I watched the trailers, and I still found the stuff like the lead-ups and the things that were left out good. I didn't watch the trailers, so. but from everyone else that I know if, that's seen it, they all watched the trailers. They didn't like the movie. They're weird. Chris? Yeah. Uh, I never watched... I saw the trailers, honestly, and I, the trailers just didn't leave me impressed with it. So when I actually got to see the movie, I couldn't stop laughing my ass off. It was actually pretty funny. I actually enjoyed it. It was, it was the equivalent of giving like a, fifth, a 14 to 15 year old like superpowers. Like that was it. Like that was exactly what would happen. Like yeah. literally, like they shot him. But what you don't see in the actual movie is like we didn't see the previous. He goes, oh no, shoot me again. Shoot me again. Let's try this again. One more time. He hands the bad guy the gun back. Yeah. And then he goes, wait, is it the suit that's bulletproof or is it you? Shoot him in the face. Yeah, shoot me in the face. Wait, wait what? <laughs> and then he shoots him in the face and it just bounces off. And it's just like, it's like what? only a 14 to 15 year old. Like, yeah, let's do this. Like, but, uh, but, 15, 14, but, 15 year old or bird. Um, where does the intelligence or the wisdom of Solomon oh, come in at all during this movie? That is about where I got. That was the one thing that I was like, I was missing out on. Because if you don't think about Shazam, uh, it was supposed to be the uh, strength of Hercules. The uh, what was it? Holes Wisdom of Solomon. Wisdom of Solomon. Strength of Hercules. Speed of Mercury. Yeah, but in order, the the the, the letters oh, actually the letters go through it. So it's like the Wisdom of Solomon, the Strength of Hercules, the uh, Courage of oh, the count the, the, the uh, Stamina of Atlas, the Lightning of Zeus, the Courage of Achilles, and the Speed of Mercury. Because they had to mix Roman and Greek names to make that work. Yes. Uh, but like literally, the Wisdom of Solomon in the comic books, if you look at it, is like literally him having Google in his brain. So if he doesn't know something, something he needs to know right then and there, he just knows it. He, but he doesn't know why he knows it. It's just there he knows. He knows. He's like, you fought the beast here before? No, I just 
no one's here. Wisdom of Solomon, I don't think kicks in until like literally the last like four minutes of the film when he really goes, ha ha, I know what we should do here. Uh, it sounds I like he really ex- didn't know Shazam was an acronym. Oh, it's an acronym. <laughs> huh. Sounds which, like he finally used his brain. <laughs> which, which in um, what happened in the the say nothing, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it in your eyes. Say nothing. But actually, what's pretty funny in the new comic. Nothing in my eyes. There's dead. <laughs> no, that's your heart. Uh, but if we go to the it's uh, a window to the soul. No, that's your stomach. Um. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the window to the heart. <laughs> the eyes are dead. So, but if you go into the new comics, which I really want to go back and read again, um, which was the 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 gods be- or was just like becoming gods. They all became gods. Like Batman became the god of wisdom. Superman became the god of apocalypse, and or the god of strength. Lex Luthor became the god of apocalypse. Uh, was it uh, freaking Flash became the god of death? That was pretty cool. Because uh, he got the speed death into him and became the god of death, so he would just chase people down and kill him. It was pretty entertaining. That'd be uh, fun. But Shazam, all his gods disappeared, and he got new ones. But the acronym still stayed. But it was gods you just don't know. Like it was like it was like lexicon like in there. And one of them was he got hey you still got the lightning, but this time of me Shazam. And like look, it was the wizard. He's like Haha, I'm part of this now. I'm part of my own damn acronym. And then, but he couldn't fly anymore. So that was more entertaining. Like they took away his flight, but he got different powers as it went on. But if Shazam is part of Shazam now, wouldn't all of Shazam equal that S? Ah, no, that douchebag was just named Shazam. He didn't. His name wasn't an acronym. His parents just hated him when he was younger. Oh, but he was. He was wasn't like he wasn't Neat. like a he wasn't a genie like Shaquille O'Neal, but it was just as funny. Uh, but like that was pretty cool in the comics, so I wanted to go back and like reread who it gave him because he actually had to fight like all the, like the last person he got to he had actually bargained with all the gods to become his deities again, and then the last one he actually had to fight and subdue, and now he's just like tapping that power because that dude's evil. He's like, yeah, we're we're just gonna siphon all of that, all right? That's what we're doing here. I'm like, but all of you else, you're gonna help me? Yeah, but now fuck that guy over there. I'm like, okay. But now they just gave him the standard powers in this, and the ending was great. I mean, it, it like was really riding this high note the whole way through the film. And then it dipped into DC Dark for like five seconds, and you're like, we're just reminding you right here that like we can get dark still. But we're gonna bring it right back, like <laughs> two minutes later, to like awesomeness. I'm like, oh cool, this is fun. Quick dip in darkness. Oh, right oh. now, back to you're the like, light. oh, this is actually <laughs> this is a fun movie. Oh, there it is. There then if you go see it a second time, like I have. With my mom, like the whole first scene is like just way worse in your head. Like I'm sitting like, oh god, oh this is painful to watch again. But uh, I mean, I give it a solid like eight out of ten, more or less. Yeah, Chris, that's a good rating, honestly. I mean, it, 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 okay, if we compare it to like other movies, eight out of ten. Like if you compare it to like other DC movies, like fifteen out of ten. <laughs> with the, the exception of Wonder Woman, yeah. Ah, yeah, exception of Wonder Woman, yeah. It was good though. Uh. Anyone want to attack anything on like what? Because they, they brought an Aquaman like well they did a, they did a cameo of Superman, but they cut off his head, so they only did the suit. Like he walked in like boom, just the suit. Because if anyone who doesn't know yet, Henry Cavill is no longer Superman. He kind of. Hey. They still don't know if they're gonna because Affleck's not Batman, but he might be Batman for <laughs> Justice League Two, and Cavill might be the same. So they're still. 
So when they did the cameo of Superman, which is pretty cool that he called him his friend. He's like, I brought a friend. It's like, okay, so you've gone to Metropolis. You, like, That's where the wisdom kicked in. His first thought was, I should probably go to Metropolis and meet Superman. Just to like, make sure this is okay. Yeah, so th- there's the other glaring thing that bothers me for this. Every all DC of, movie. All of this was posted on YouTube and everything. Batman would have been there in a second to... Really? Yes. Do you want me to go on Suicide Squad with a giant floating ring taking out Wayne Enterprise satellites where Batman didn't show up to that? Yes. They don't understand the DC un- how the DC universe works. <laughs> I get that. No, I, I'm playing it. I, I'm trying to play it like, okay, if I wanted to go in comics-wise, <laughs> that first YouTube video Batman would have been there going, I have this Justice League thing that I need yeah. to talk to you about. And I get that you're a 15-year-old kid. And like, you're like, how do you know that? No reason. Uh, it, it just brings up the Justice League, the animated where they're trying to kick Shazam out because he's a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, a- you cut this from everyone. I knew. Of course, of course you, you did. did. <laughs> and that was Wonder Woman. Oh, of course you did. I know everything. He's like, he, but I mean, that was, but that was always the fun thing about that. And like, I don't get it. Like Batman would have been there, but, he, but because he wasn't there in Suicide Squad, I didn't expect him to be here, here. Like, because Superman, who's a reporter who watches the news to know what to report on from other cities. Right. Even Clark Kent would have heard about this Clark shit. Ken- no. Clark Kent's the worst reporter there is. <laughs> Lois, no, Lois Lane would have been there. Oh, no, no. Clark Kent's genius. That motherfucker writes about himself. That was my favorite thing in Death of Superman. It's like, you are Superman. But you wrote about yourself? <laughs> yeah. No. Lois would have been there first. Somebody would have been somewhere, yes. you know? But it, they just didn't do it. And like that was why I don't expect them to show up in these crossovers. But he went and got them, and that was pretty smart. I'm like, hey, Solomon, that's... That's the first time you got, you know, intelligent. See, I would have liked to see Lois come in to do some kind of reporting just to keep some kind of continuity, continuity. between the, if they're all going to be in the same universe. Well, they did because they did the Aquaman thing. Well, exactly. So having that reporter or like Jimmy Olsen coming to get pictures. Isn't Jimmy Olsen dead? I honestly don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was dead. What, what it's, universe it's DC, are we in? Nothing matters in well, DC yeah. at all. At all. No, no one's like, dead. I feel like we should use the wisdom of Solomon, whatever the fuck it was. I can't talk right now. Clearly, Solomon. he doesn't have wizard, the wisdom of Solomon. Yeah, checking, it's called, it's called common sense. Yeah, you don't have that either. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so damn rare. That's a superpower. <laughs> but no, I got you. It's like, but it doesn't make any sense. It's like, you should have, like, with that much going on in the digital age, Cyborg should have picked up on that shit. But he's with the Doom Patrol, I think. Well, no, they've scrapped his movie. They don't even know if he's coming back for Justice League. But they have Cyborg in the Doom Patrol. Yeah, but that's not that TV land now. That's not part of the DC. Wasn't Beast Boy in Doom Patrol? No, Beast Boy was in Titans, which was apparently good. I don't. Okay, I I, got to go back and like watch an episode and not cry uh, about that. (laughs) I'm gonna try my best. Uh, Fuck Batman. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Dick Dick Grayson, my ass. I thought this was about Dick Grayson, Jason, not Jason Todd. He's too scared to ever say that. Fuck Batman. I heard you. How? <laughs> Superman told on you. What? <laughs> Bastard. <laughs> he would do that, too. Uh, but it's a solid film with a lot of continuity errors, which you come to expect from DC as a whole. Um, they did have, they made a great pun, like at uh, Aquaman at the end. Go see it. Uh, they, they, they obviously are making a two or a Legion of Doom, which I am perfectly okay with either one. Uh, well, Legion of Doom, they kind of, 
they they hinted at they hinted at so yeah but i'm saying like they're doing that now and like they they added they've they, they've kept going with it like and then they, they've added like two more people to possibly to that and that's pretty fun um now everyone's like oh the rock was supposed to be in this the rock was supposed to be like no the rock is smart the rock wanted to see if the first one would get off the ground and then he'll come in for the second one well that was warner brothers the rock is way too big of a name to play just even a cameo role in a movie like that. So oh, yeah. he, Black Adam will get his own movie. Oh, yeah. At I, which point Zachary Levi will show up in the credits and be like, ha we have the same power. <laughs> I want to see, but I want I want them to do, the, they did a 25-minute animated short, which was uh, Superman Shazam versus Black, The Return of Black Adam. They need to redo that. That'd That's be it. Fu- that'd be fun. That would be good. That would give you Henry Cavill, Zachary Le- Levi, and The Rock, which I'm still going, I wanted John Cena. To Maybe Cena will be the new Superman. I'll take, I'll take that. But I think Shazam would have been the perfect role for him. Well, yeah, but you got a guy who needs to act like a child. I mean, as it sits right now, we need a new Batman, new Superman. The Flash is ninety five percent out of the movie. Edward, uh, guy who played Edward Cullen in Twilight, supposed to be doing. He's supposed to be up for Batman. Robert Pattinson. Robert yeah. Pattinson. That was a sho- shovel that face. One. That was it. That's what I can only remember from the Twilight Honest trailers. Edward Cullen, aka Shovel Face, and I'm like, that's the only thing I can remember. That Cedric Diggory from Harry yeah. Potter Four. Yep, yeah, that works too. Um, but like, they're talking about him playing Batman. Zach Efron's been thrown up for Batman. Zach Efron's like Zach Efron needs to be Superman. That dude's like just like he he got big really fast. Like you work out with the rock, you need to get big really quick. There's your Superman. But I'll close that conversation out on that one and then pop over to Captain Marvel then really fast. Uh, oh, which is another movie which you two have not seen. Again, I'm gonna put money on it. You guys have not seen it again. Nope. Uh it was a movie. Uh <laughs> I okay. Retelling of Dragon great, Ball. It, it was had Dragon great Ball special effects. It was it was the second season of Dragon Ball, effectively, uh, where Goku went Super Saiyan to fight off uh, Frieza. Uh, he's going to come to Earth now to stop Frieza the second time uh, in Endgame because he's got the seven. He's got the Dragon Balls, uh, the Infinity Stones, and he's going to fight the purple guy, aka Frieza. Uh, that's the, pre- the green guy that was bad is now good, Piccolo, but. Really, probably still bad. But. Oh God, the fucking <laughs> scroll. Okay, so um, I'll, I'll I'll be open about it because you should have seen it by now. Um, and I, I've uh, I sat there and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let this play out because it's the last one before Endgame. I'm only here to make sure nothing else happened that I missed that I would need to know about. And I'm sitting there next to my wife. I'm holding her hand. Things are going good. I'm like, oh, that's how she got her powers. Okay, I'll let that one go. Oh, that's not Marvel. All right. Okay. Wait. Oh, Marvel's a girl. Up. Oh, you know what? I'll. I guess I can let that one go again. We did it with the fucking ancient one. All right. We're still going down that route. And the moment the scrolls went, we are refugees from the Cree. Is the moment that she felt my hand let go of hers and my my seat thing just bow down. I'm like, are no. you fucking joking me? These two entities are Hitler and Stalin. Thank you. That was been my <laughs> reference this whole time. The Kree War and the Scroll War have not been like, oh no, it's a bunch of bad like ISIS killing off the refugees. No, no. it was Hitler. It was not communist Russia versus <laughs> Germany. That was it. Hitler and Stalin duking it out for literally the Kree weren't. We're here to protect you. They came down to Earth and went. Eh, well, let's just blow this place the fuck up. Didn't they actually experiment on humans? Oh, uh, yes. That's how we got my favorite group of people, the Inhumans. 
Cause True you, Because the Celestials experimented on the Kree. It was just a roll downhill from there. Yep. And then they brought in Ronan, and that was pretty fun with the Accusers, showing the Accusers back in the day were really like, that. they were doing their job the way they were supposed to be before Ronan went apeshit. Yes. Uh, but his, <laughs> we'll come back for her. But you never did. You had 14 years. And you never made that pit stop. Ronan made that line. He goes, "We'll come back for the. We'll be back for for it." Oh, the weapon? No. And he's looking right at her. And that was 1994 ish. Ish. Now we're like 2018, 2019 ish. And Ronan, you think we would hear about that? <laughs> uh, my personal favorite so far to date was the uh, question of. She's like, "I took your pager. I updated it only for emergencies." What the fuck does Fury qualify as an emergency exactly? New York was no problem. New York obviously was okay. Uh, the rip space hole in the sky, that's good. No, no, we got this. Sakavia fucking going off the ground. We have this handled still. Uh, him having an assassin attempting to kill him. Still no. A phone call at any one of those moments would have been okay. But people disappearing is where he draws a line. Him being disappearing is where he draws a line. Yes, sir. Well, I, like you said, I haven't seen it, but I did read a funny uh, or an interesting fan theory as to why he never paged her. And that was basically that they had a 30-year bet that he would never need her. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason why he says uh, what he says when he's fading away is that uh, he finally has to use it with only a few years left in the bet. I believe that. I would like to see that theory come to fruition. I, w- I would entertain that theory for a moment. That would be great. Um, then the the fact that he lost his eye to a cat. Flurkin. A flurkin, which I have upstairs, by the way. I got the pop for it. Um, it's a flurkin. And then his response to Captain America... And where a soldier is, the last time I trusted someone, it cost me my eye. You motherfucker. <laughs> it was funny for like 20 seconds, and then you have to think about the long-term ramifications of that like scene alone, and you're just like, yeah. oh, come on. Now, like it was like, oh, you lost it to a... Really? It was... Like, if, you, like, if your eye would have... If, if his eye would have healed, I would have been perfectly okay with that. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty funny. I get the reference now. It's a very Disney thing to do. Oh, God. It was Disney evil to me. Um, but my favorite thing was uh, she won a telepathy battle, effectively, a, a mind battle against the supreme intelligence. The thing that is the most supreme being when it comes to intelligence, and she won. Hold on. But that, what? So the supreme intelligence. Before we even get into that, takes on the form of what oh, you we're hold. doing that one. I was oh. trying to. I was doing this, and then I was going to segue into that. Oh, yeah. I was just saying that one's going. <laughs> I'm going the things that irritated me the most as I went on. And oh, see is, that that one irritated me way more than that one. No, this one did. It really got to me. Like I didn't understand that, but uh, I guess you know we got to give her the reason to be able to beat him. Uh, and then, Kyle, if you would like to flow into that conversation, please do. So, for anyone that doesn't know, the supreme intelligence is supposed to take the form of that which you hold most dear, so you feel comfortable with it, and it can read all your minds. There's no mind blocks or anything put up. You basically trust it on sight. It takes the form of Marvell, the woman scientist that she had two interactions with while in the Air Force. The whole film. 
But that's who she holds most dear. Not her best friend. Not her best friend's daughter. Ooh, yeah, that one right there. Who who immediately bonded. Who yeah. who she gave her jacket to, her flight jacket to the kid. No, not the kid. Not the kid at all. But here's the thing. You'd be like, oh, but it's because she remembers Marvel. No, she has no idea who the fuck that person is. She goes in there, who are you? No clue. None at all. Not a fucking idea. And I don't get it. I didn't understand it. Uh, but I will say the thing they did get right. Her power scaling. Her power scaling yeah. was was superb. It was on point. There was no issues with that whatsoever. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with that. She blew up an entire Creed destroyer within two seconds. You want in binary mode? I can do that one. Super Saiyan. Uh, well, let's see the photo. Yeah, Super Saiyan. My favorite thing was, like, even in the comics, like, oh, comics, was she that strong? She was taking down a... <laughs> let's put it this way. Uh, they have the Celestials that are above the Kree, who made the Kree, who made the Inhumans. Now, the Celestials, how strong are the Celestials to power scale this one? She had a hard enough time stopping one that was falling dead from landing on New York, just trying to change the trajectory of it. And then they went, you killed one? She went, ha! No. Like, she went, fuck no, I just tried to move it. Like, she knew she couldn't do it. Like, so that means when we get into, like, future deities and things like that, I'll have an idea. Blowing up a Kree spaceship? Perfectly within her standards to do. She flew right through the damn thing and exploded. That's on par. Yeah. I'll take that. The oh, whole yeah. the whole space thing where she went boom and there was like a wave and that was pretty neat. Leaving survivors? I don't know about that one. I, I'm pretty sure I would have killed all of them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Depending on what comic run. I will laugh my ass off at that last scene though. Like uh, the guy tries to do the reverse psychology on her because he was like, you need to not use your powers. Because here's the thing. In the comics, she gets her powers from like, depending which story you read, uh, from either being exposure to Captain Mar- to Captain Marvel from the Kree, he gets power from her, or a blood transfusion from him, or an explosion of a machine that actually took that was supposed to expand the Krees, and now her mom is half Kree and she's not, so she gets her powers from that. Literally depends where you start reading. The explosion of something powered by the Tesseract, not one of them, not a close, not even close. So whatever. I'll take that. I'm just glad that she didn't turn out to be the person that caused Strange to have his car accident. Oh, oh thank God. Which everyone thought that was that good. It sounded like, like it. When it had, girl who got struck by lightning. Yes, and had something the Air Force. in her head. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Air Force. The Air Force. And we have an Air Force person that you know had a chip in his head and got struck by lightning. We're like, oh, God, it's Captain Marvel. Please don't let that be. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, this ain't any better. Shit. All right. Um, no, it's a little better. At oh, least it's a, it's a cosmic force giving her power and not struck exactly. by lightning. So I'll take that. But so pretty much the him for uh, Jude Law did an amazing job in this film. I will say that. I love Jude Law in this movie. He played a great villain. Oh, he I did. I mean, the acting has never been a huge problem in oh, Marvel movies. Not at overall. all. But but like Jude Law and and uh, uh, Brie Larson did a fantastic job acting in this one. And and it's Samuel fucking Jackson. Do we really need to even ask about that one? Uh, he just does an amazing job in almost anything he does. Same with the guy that plays Coulson. Exactly. I, I, I like the introduction. His oh. Shield origin story. Yeah, you know the Men in Black. Yeah. But the fact um, that they call it Shield back in the '90s, but when they first meet Captain America, well, it does that feel, long spiel. It. I do. I do feel like that is something they wouldn't tell Coulson because Coulson never said Shield. Coulson never said the word shield one time. So I feel like due to uh, Coulson's like uh like not very in tune and talking to people that that is something they just wouldn't tell him till like 20 years but later. <laughs> knowing government agencies. 
and how much we acronize or put acronyms oh, yeah, to everything. Course, no, yes. he would have heard Shield at some point in his career before Iron Man. I got you, but I I understand that one. Uh, Which he just said the full name. Until, yeah, like, and all the, the time. But yeah. I think, but I think, like I said, we I need. To, yeah, we're working on it. I, I, I like I said, I just think that like he just did that on. I think no one just told him. That's my only thing because it's Coulson. So, but my favorite thing was like Jude Law was always trying to get her to check her emotions because the Kree are pretty emotionless except for like apathy and rage. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to get her to check her emotions, check her emotions, check her emotions. And then finally, in the final fight, he knows he can't fight her while she's got all this binary like, energy and all this shit. And he goes, "Come on, fight me hand to hand. Prove that you can do it." <laughs> I don't have to listen to you. She shoots him across the, just drags him back. Like, I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to check anything. So glad a hero actually did that instead of listening to the monologue. Exactly. (laughs) She Android 17, that dude. Like literally like, yeah, like, yeah, he gets it now. Now Bird understands like how I, why I laugh so hard at this scene. Cause I remember in Dragon Ball Super when Android, we're doing our power up into our super move and Android 17 just shoots him. And everyone's like, why'd you do that? Shh. Shouldn't have I? <laughs> I don't understand why I would let them power up. Goku would have let them power up. Actually, 17 let Piccolo power up. You have to remember that. Back in Dragon Ball Z. When they were about to fight. Uh, so he, like, he, he's, he learned from his mistake in the past back there. This one finally, like he monologues he's about to fight her. And she's just like, ah, no, I'm good. And just shoots him and throws him off in a pod. I thought the soundtrack to that movie was actually pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. No, that one hit nostalgia like hell. it was the hell. 90s. Oh, no. I think that was the biggest, like, I, th- I think that was the best part about it. Like, it, they, they did with it. They, they, they wanted to bring you in with nostalgia. And I think that's what they were gunning for. Oh, they succeeded the moment I saw a blockbuster video. Oh, yeah. And then the fat, like, security guards not doing anything in the cars. That was, that was, yes. that was spot on. Mall security. Mall security. Mall security. All right. So, like I said, uh, there was a lot of things that I didn't like about it. And there's a lot of things I did like about it. I gave it a solid six. Six seven, or, yeah, six or seven. I was saying about a seven myself. Yeah, it was six or seven to me. It was like I walked out saying six or seven. I, I it's still like even recounting the film. I uh, like. I didn't cringe as hard as like the some of the past ones have been. Oh yeah, graphically, like the cinema, cinematography was fantastic in this one. Uh, like her fight scenes, like watching her really understand her powers was really fun. It was just a lot of like the stuff that I got to see there that made me just, hey mom, you should go into outer space. Shut up. No. <laughs> like, so a mom let her kid convince her to fly into outer space in a freaking Quinjet that has been retrofitted by a scroll to go into outer space. And uh, the, something she's never done before that she could possibly die doing. Her kid's like, no, I think you really should do that. Like, I think that kid wanted to be an orphan. I think that kid had an inheritance coming. I know, right? right? Like, he saw the will and saw how much. No, that little was girl, those girls, yeah. That would have been Ironheart. That would have been the perfect way. <laughs> Ironheart. Is now taking over for Iron Man since Tony Stark dies in Endgame. Actually, she Bam. Is, she's Pulse, actually. She actually has a character. I didn't know that. But I still. had that explained to me at my tech bar when I should be working. He sat down. And he's like, no, that's supposed to be this person. I'm like, that's who that little kid's supposed to be. She takes over as Captain Marvel but goes by the name of this. And I'm like, damn, I need to read more comics on her. Like, I've never, I don't read Captain Marvel. I don't, never even knew who Pulse was. I don't think I've ever heard of Pulse. It's nope. something to that nature. It's, 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 it's something to that extent of her name. And that's pretty much what he hit me with. And I'm just like, wow. Go get the encyclopedia. Yeah. Later. Let me get the Google. Um, I got my phone. Uh, but I mean, like I said, uh, the implications for Endgame for that whole film had uh, none. Really none. The Endgame scene of like the, the, the after credit scene you're going to see at the beginning of Endgame, which is her just, it's the pager stops going and she just lands behind him. Where's Fury? And that's it. Hey, guess what? You're prepped for Endgame. Uh, you need to have a small origin story for her. That's it. Yup. 
What were they doing with the Tesseract for 20 years? It was inside of a cat. Okay. <laughs> for, no, for, no, it for... was inside of a cat for like 20 minutes. Um, but but yeah, no, they had it, and they were they were they were bringing up like they wanted to use it for alternate energy sources. I remember correctly. Yes. And they were holding on to it till they got a scientist good enough to do it, as well as alternate weapon uses. We don't talk about that. Fury's never done anything wrong. Right. <laughs> Um, I won't whisper that if I say it. <laughs> I'm whispering because that's what they all seem to do. Oh, always hail Hydra. We 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 had this. There's an entire comic series on this that's so amazing, like that we covered before. That it um, just failed so. Hard. The at ending the failed end. it. No, at the end. actually, a lot of it. it a lot of failed, failed because they had like 47 tie-in Tie-ins. stories. Tie-in but, drink, but I'm out didn't of tell you which order to read them in, which order to buy them in. Yeah. Even that there were tie-ins to it, so like literally to get to get the main point of that whole comic series, you had to have literally read a panel on the inside of one of the covers that's in the bottom right to get the answer on how the hell they got what they needed. Because this inhuman had this power to be able to throw up anything you needed at that point. Yes, like it was stupid. He needed he threw up a lunchbox for his little brother, and it's one of those yellow Deadpool boxes, as seen in Blob Inhuman seventeen page yeah, exactly. Uh, so you would have never have known that he threw up a cosmic cube for them. Yeah. Which apparently he could fucking throw up a freaking cosmic entity. Why is this guy not on lockdown? <laughs> and I appreciate that they go through the effort to try and do something a little unique, but at the same time, what a perfect way to just alienate an entire audience. Oh, yeah. I could not put up well, with it. Well, I mean, I had, yeah. a, I had a guy read it for us. I had a Tony read it here like a night, and he's just like, I'm missing so much in this. I'm like, I didn't realize how much you were missing in this until I like sat down and thought about it. I'm like, cry. I watched someone else's review, and they're like, there's like four million tie-ins. I'm like, that explains why I'm missing so much of this story. And then people actually complained like really hard about the story, so people had to stop. They went, oh, no, we're going to fix everything. I'm like, that's horrible. This was great. Can we have some real-life ramifications, please? Like, I want stories to mean something. Yeah. But it was such a, it was a good idea, a good concept. Um, so that covers that. Uh, so for Endgame, I mean, are we hyped? Are we not hyped? Are we literally, as I've told everyone else, I didn't need a trailer. I just needed a picture of like Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans sitting on my television with a thing saying, "Hey, this is what it's called," with a note card saying, "Just go. You're gonna you're going to go see it. Shut up and go." Um, and I would have went. It doesn't need a trailer. As Kyle's quote is, "I'm 12 year pot committed to this shit. Yeah, I'm going." Exactly. I. I- just want like two years before the next phase starts. Oh, for the love of God, yes. I, I, I could do like an origin story really quick here and there, but you're no, more but, likely well, about to get. Well, if we bring in the Inhumans, if we bring in the Inhumans, I will take like one year from now an Inhuman, an actual Inhuman storyline with Black Bolt. I will bring an X Men like something. It's not the story of. I don't care who it is. Yeah, the superhero market has been flooded. We've covered that. Yeah, for twelve to fifteen years now since two thousand with X Men. Oh, yeah. So give us a break. Let that genre cool down a little. I'm bored of it. No, oh, yeah, of course. No, it's still hot. We got to keep hitting it while it's hot, even though it's not striking hot anymore. No, no, it's still making billions of dollars, and they won't do it because every movie release now goes over a billion. But still. Oh, I don't think the next one will. I don't think anyone the next one after this will unless it's it, – it, every one of the big names does over a billion. I th- it, needs, it needs to be something big. So the Dark Phoenix then? No, no, God, no. That's a Fox movie. (laughs) That's a Fox movie. Um, I still debating on seeing that. Nothing about it has made me want to go see that film. Um, I was actually happy that they did it right, though. 
I was like, oh, look, they're in outer space and she's absorbing a force. The Phoenix Force. Hey, they did one thing right so far. That's Who knows it. what that, they'll get it. so far? But wait, where's the Shi'ar Empire that's supposed to infuse her with it because they need, some, they need a host for it? Oh, they're not doing that. They did it to save everyone's life. Is New Mutants ever coming out? New what? I think that's correct. <laughs> no, no, no. They did reshoots. It's done. They like it or an interview Maisie Williams did. She's like, the fuck if I know. Ask the fucking studio. <laughs> that is almost a word for word exact quote. Nice. All right. So uh how about how about you two? Are you guys excited for any of these comic movies? I mean, we just rambled for roughly thirty seven minutes about comic movies while you just sat there in either a cold daze or bird wishing he could vape. <laughs> I haven't seen Infinity War. It's on Netflix. I was gonna say it's on Netflix. I gotta have my kid watch it before she goes to see the movie with me. I I can top that. I haven't seen the first Avengers movie. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's almost all on Netflix. I, I I have seen so few of the MCU movies that I couldn't tell you what happens in pretty much any of them. I've seen like Iron Man one and two, and that's about it. I will never forget Iron Man one because I was in Belgium when I saw it, and it was amazing. I got to drink. We don't talk about that. Uh, Are we just going to have a competition for who's seen fewer movies, Bird? I'm pretty sure Bird wins. The only reason Bird's gone to see any movie now is because I take him because he's bored sitting at home. Yeah, I was just about to say that I've seen the ones he's dragged me to. I didn't drag. I asked, hey, you want to go? And he went, yes. All right, let's go. He's like, I have no idea what's going on. That's considered dragging in his book. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. If I wanted to drag you, I would have grabbed you by your long hair and yanked you out of the basement. Invitations are social dragging. I can can and will confirm that. Of course. I've seen, you just say no to them, Kyle. I still want to be invited. That's why I do it. I want the option to say no. Exactly. I know. I'm just like, uh, see, anytime I invite Kyle to something, it's all right, Kyle, you want to go? Come on, you can say no already so I can move on with my day. And then the next person on the list, I've already invited them. I'm just waiting for Kyle to say no first. And then he's, just, he's playing the long con for that one day you don't want him to show up. And then he says, oh, yeah, I'll be there. Oh, you're kidding me? There's never been a time I've ever invited Kyle that I don't want him to show up. It's just very entertaining for me. Don't ruin my long cons. Those are in place. Don't worry. Start inviting him to just really inappropriate things and just see what he actually shows up to. Are you kidding me? We almost went to Exotica this weekend. I would have brought him with. And would you have gone? I won't go to Comic Cons. I I don't like groups. (laughs) No, no, no. I don't like large groups of people. I know what. Exotica is a whole other story. I'm well aware of what Exotica (laughs) is. The people aren't the largest thing there. I'm well aware. (laughs) Bird, it's a porn convention. Oh, yeah, he had a booth there. <laughs> now, hold on. Exotica, that's the one like two years ago where FurryCon was in the same building. Oh, my yes. Yes. Okay. Midwest, Midwest Fur Fest. Actually, no, it was Anime West. Anime West, yeah. my bad. Yeah, and they let you trade your badge for. Yeah. <laughs> you could trade your badges back and forth to go to each convention. Oh, God. That was the best publicity stunt I've ever seen in my life. Because we, I wanted to do like CFF there and uh, just like run around with like, oh, okay, guys, we need to really make some new Purple weapons. Dildos. They all need to look like dildos. Start carving out some of this damn phone. We got this. Saints Row purple dildos. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, it would draw a crowd, that's yep. for sure. <laughs> Everyone would be like... Make sure the crates go to the right rooms. <laughs> yeah. Sign this dildo for me. Um, just <laughs> Take that over like a Sean Chamel. Can you sign this dildo for me? <laughs> Thanks, Goku. <laughs> it's what your wife used while you were dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm scarring people. Uh 
So, but are you guys are you excited for Endgame at all? Like, did you guys just you or you don't understand the hype? I understand the hype. I know enough about the series to know that it's a big deal. And apparently, since we've talked a lot about it on just this show, it's got to be important. <laughs> uh, personally, I don't really. I probably won't see it right away. It'll probably be another eight to fifteen years before I see it. <laughs> It's fair. At the rate I'm seeing Marvel movies, like I don't, I don't think there's enough time left in the month for me to even catch up. Yes, there is. There, there is. It's. I have, a ca- I, have, I have a calendar. And it's still fi- get and still get my work done. I have a calendar. We're Fifty-five good. hours <laughs> worth of movies, and really, you can work with those on in the background, and you'll catch everything that you need to know. No shit, I'm not joking. It works. Plus, Marcus Theer is showing them all month long, and they're all on Netflix, Netflix. except for Captain Marvel. Or, or I'll just, what was it, AMC Theaters that's playing them no, all in one, one day. Everyone's yeah. like, are you going to go? Day. I'm like, you're going to give me the day two, off? Two and a half days? It's 52 hours oh, yeah, worth yeah, of movies. Yeah, we have. Like, are you going to go? Like, give me the day off. I'll go. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think Bird's excited, though. I'm more hyped for the after credit scenes just for that helmet because I really hope they show up. Oh, the, yeah, those guys? Yeah, not going to yeah. happen. No, they might. Nova? Uh, oh, I, don't, the, the, I mean, they were kind of disappointing in Guardians of the Galaxy. But Bird's trying to talk. This is rare. Okay. Continue. Oh, I was just going to point out that they were in Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, I was going to say that I'm not really excited for the movie. Mostly, I'm just excited to see how angry it makes all of you. That's fair. And no offense, like no offense, like Nova was there, but Nova Core wasn't there. The Nova Force was there. The Nova Core wasn't. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty bad. Like I'm like, oh, it's the Nova people. Yeah, let me see. How, why are they flying in ships? Ah, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> I don't get what's going on Their here. Their tech support that was there, not the actual. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, all right. So, well, now we covered everything DC and Marvel. Who do you think won with? Who, what do you think was better, Shazam or Captain Marvel? You, you two? Shazam. Shazam. I mean, if I say one, I'm saying both. <laughs> That's why I asked for the movie title, not the character name. I mean, Shazam was better because it was un- unexpected. But I'll say one thing. You will enjoy about Shazam one more thing. The running gag on his name. Because it was Captain Marvel, and they went through the entire film without actually giving him a name because they yes. didn't know what to call Because he can't call himself Shazam. Who are you? Shazam. He's a kid again. Every time he says his name, he gets struck by lightning and gets turned into a kid. So he can't do that. So the running gag is because he was Captain Marvel. Now he's not Captain Marvel anymore because they didn't want the confusion with Captain Marvel. They just did a whole thing. The Red Cyclone. <laughs> Thundercrack. <laughs> that sounds like a butt joke. <laughs> Lightning sparkles. Lightning sparkle. <laughs> you know, the, red, like, the whole thing, he had a different name every 20 minutes. It was great. They sound like Exotica names. Exactly. <laughs> that was the point. Oh, they yeah. are like 13-year-old kids doing this. Exactly. There you go. And they showed up in a freaking strip club. I want glitter. Not from them. <laughs> really bad. Like, it was really good. That strip club. Really, scene. Billy? This is where you take us. This is the first place that pops to your mind. It's like he could transfer, transfer from the Rock of Eternity. It's the first place he could think of. Just think about. Just the old transport. And he took him into a strip club. We got a layer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. So let me go ahead and say that was fun. And like I said, I think, I guess DC actually won this, you know, won that release in my book. Uh, 
box office says otherwise, but yeah. oh, of course. <laughs> but also, it's been out longer than Shazam has, so I don't see Shazam making that. Oh, of course not. I don't see it. But I say box. I, I say for quality. But you are saying people, Marvel fans are just diehard fans. Like, oh look, that woman at work. Uh, woman at work literally went. Uh, Marvel can do no wrong. Everything they put out is gold. And my response was, "We're fighting today." That's what we're doing. And I'm like, you know, you got some work you got to be doing. I'm like, I don't know which one takes precedence. <laughs> I need to set this bitch straight. <sighs> What's the next Disney movie, children's movie they're going to rip off and turn into superheroes? Lion King was Black Panther. <laughs> hmm. Where, where, where are we going here next? Aquaman was Little Mermaid. <laughs> That's a joke. Only kidding. But Namor's soon to come. I think it's possible. Oh, good old Namor. Which Death Battle says he is weaker than Aquaman. I don't know if I believe them anymore. I can't. I got to question their credibility. Yeah, Namor would kick the living shit out of Aquaman. I, once again, that goes down to the credibility of their statistics. I just believe that he's just meaner. He's just meaner than Aquaman. That's all there is to it. I, yeah. He would just murder you to murder you. And he could fly. Because yeah, he got wings on his feet. I thought that was true. just for aesthetics. Apparently it's not. <laughs> Go ahead, Bird. I'm just trying to figure out what on earth this character is. He's the Submariner. He's a uh, elf underwater with wings on his feet. He's the king of Atlantis. Imperius Rex. It's Aquaman, so but from Marvel. Hey, that's about the best definition I could get almost. But Wasn't Namor released before Aquaman? So really he's... So the Aqu- original? Aquaman is DC's Namor, then. Yes. All right, fine. We're going to get real pedantic about this. Yes! You've obviously never listened to one of our shows before. Do oh, you not, no. I'm do very, you not understand I'm nerd culture? I'm very familiar with how, how these, these types of arguments work. <laughs> I was like, do you not know Kyle? Well, no, he really doesn't know me that well, but nerd culture states, if I can be more right, I will. <laughs> this is the part where, uh, out there, it doesn't matter. In here... It matters. Down in this basement. Within these walls. Exactly. Within these whitish, off-white walls with holes in them, we can do great things. Uh, but yeah, no. so let's go ahead and uh, I guess I want to talk over to some more D&D really quick. And um, I talked a little bit about it before. I guess we went to some good uh, in-depth stuff. I wanted to bring in some a new player turned DM. And then Bird and what he helped me. These two helped me create. Well, me and Bird created a campaign. We created an idea. And it got turned into something that's really big. And now Bird gets to actually jump in and play versus DMing the thing versus the background. He was the reason he was doing background creation with me was because he was going to do because um, he was working. He couldn't do we were, we were playing on Thursdays. He now gets to move to uh, the first part of the week and can actually play, which I know he's excited Neat. for. And and yeah, he, now he now he has off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so he can actually if we do need people to play on our. Homicide Vagabonds. <laughs> He's like, yeah. And we get done. Yeah. Replacements found. Huzzah! Does that, does that mean Giovanni gets to make an appearance? Only comes down After to having way. been played once? Hey, he's popped twice, up playing. Twice. He's popped up in many of Adventures. He's had a lot of cameo appearances. He really has. He's been my Deus Ex Cleric. For, for those listening, Giovanni is, one, is the character I made and played for one night. Who then randomly appears in other people's campaigns without me there? Yeah, it's been pretty fun. And then with you, with you there, you were there one yeah, time. Yeah, I was there one night. Yeah, but your character is like so entertaining because I don't know what the fuck to do with him. 
you're 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 a knowledge domain cleric that took the linguist skill who knows seven languages seven languages baby in dnd you are combat worthless but you well and the best you are fantastic out of all those languages the only one i had a chance to maybe do something and maybe impact the game was trying to listen in on an undercommon conversation and i failed that role yeah you fucked that one up so seven languages and i still can't help the I mean, the one thing I was going to be good at, and I couldn't even do that right. In our game with Joe as DM and everything, how many times has he planned for us to have combat to where we just talked ourselves out of it? Oh, and now was... we have friends. And now we have to kill somebody. It was funny. He's like, I have you guys. He's like, in his head, You're, I plan for you to fight this person and talk your way out of this one over here. So we talked our way out of this one here, and we're going to kill that fucker. Yes. Why? Because this one, we just didn't want to fight the kid. This one has drugs and money, and we're definitely going to kill him. So, um, Hello, spy network, I'm taking over. <laughs> exactly. This is what I'm talking about. Like, we, we have like deities and gods, and somehow I've convinced a god to give me a weapon, which is a portal to his existence into the Fae. Good times. Not, it's a, more of a Fae Lord than a god, but yeah. Well, yeah. The Fae Lord. I pretty much now have like, I, I nearly sacrificed a whole bunch of children to him, and they were, he was excited. It was a good time for stupid stuff that I was doing and getting away with because technically I was following the rules. I had not broken the rules yet of the game. So now I have a giant scythe, and I have a rapier with a flower on it. I think Joe did that one to fuck with me. Um. <laughs> it's a weapon from the Fae. It makes sense. Ah, yo, no, I get it. I'm with it. I'm just trying not to kill everybody as I go along. Not everybody. The I mean, weirdest set of va- homicide vagabonds... Or- hobos what murder hobo group <laughs> it's a murder hobos yeah we're, we're it's a murder hobo group but who we murder is not who you would expect we would murder <laughs> but like uh, th- that's why i like i would love for you like watch a game don and just see joe's dming style one time uh and just see how he has to deal with people like us like, like joe would freaking like destroy llewellyn i think uh, whereas we are nice to him he would destroy llewellyn yeah, I, I, I give that, bar, that little barbarian a little little bit of a long leash sometimes because it's entertaining. Oh, it is. Yeah, no, Joe would just like murder him for fun, just like start messing with him. But he has a good time with it. So uh, what's your biggest takeaway so far for playing as a DM versus like that one time you tried to play with me? Like there, what, what do you, do you, which one did you enjoy more? Because you played with me and then you played with me two different games and then you went to DM. Which one did you enjoy more? Well, I did enjoy, I did enjoy playing and I would... The nights I got a chance to play, I don't think had enough situations that my character was built for. Like, I was ready for the full-on RP and let everyone else run the combat. But especially night one, starting off a bunch of fresh players in a campaign, and there's everyone's still kind of figuring out their role, and RP doesn't happen that much, so you kind of focus on the combat. One thing I realized about being a DM is it's a ton of work. I, <laughs> I'll have days like our Thursday night games... And I will, at noon, I'll start writing and I'll maybe get most of what I want written done in six hours. Uh, but that has been a lot of fun to try and come up with a scenario, imagine how someone is going to play it out. And then our barbarian shows up and completely throws a wrench into everything. <laughs> and then say a barbarian screws something up? Yeah, right. Especially one that's a, a shorter than average uh, halfling. halfling. So he's deep. shorter than a normal short halfling. Which which. It, which his name is a curse word in Orcish. Yeah, but he doesn't know that. He's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, so he plays a very dumb character, and he does a beautiful job of playing this character. It's it's one of the most entertaining things I've seen uh, out of uh, the players that I've 
admittedly like the eight people I had a chance to play with, but it's, it's very entertaining to watch him try and go through a scenario, but I always have to have pages on pages of loot tables just in case. Cause he <laughs> will take everything he can. He will skin every creature. He will take every article of clothing, every weapon he can get his hands on. He's just, he's taking absolutely everything. So i always have to be prepared when something dies What's he going to try and take off of this? And See, what's it going to require? I have a really fun, entertaining like, session for that one. Like, everything spontane- everything in my game store spontaneously explodes. So, like, so they tried to do that with me, and I'm just like, yeah, no. We're just going to blow everything up, and yeah, you're not going to get anything. Or, or I'll give them something at the end, or I'll be like, there's something there. Oh, they'll forget. That's my favorite thing. They forget. With with Llewellyn and, like, trying to, like, with DMing, for me, it's, it's all coming off, like, because I play with Kyle, and Kyle's seen how I play. I, I have a small plan, and everything's going to, like, I know sh- stuff's going to go fucking sideways one way or the other, whether it's my work or Kayla trying to kill a seven-year-old. Thirteen. Oh, it was 13? My bad. We're trying to kill a 13-year-old with... Oh, yeah, it was with seven damage. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she rolled a six. It had seven health, all right? She nearly killed it. <laughs> and it was like... it was like With all that, like it's trying to think on your feet. I get to take that and bring it into this. So I'll have literally... Like, I have a start and I have a finish. It's what they do in between that allows me to reshape what I'm trying to do. I know where I want to get them, but it's funny how you can take like the smallest thing that you didn't want to have anything to do, like a squirrel... And summon a Daedra Lord, and freaking Mather loses his goddamn mind. Uh, I have introduced uh, Squirrel Hitler, uh, Squirrel King Arthur. Uh, there was a Squirrel Daedra Lord that now owes Mather a favor. Um, I'm intrigued. Oh, yeah. Trust me. He gambled with squirrels on a fight. He didn't even fight. He just sat off to the side and gambled with squirrels. He won 100 acorns. Is, is, is that a lot? I don't know. I, I don't know. Some <laughs> of them were magical, and it resummoned the Daedra Lord, and he was excited. Uh, he shit his pants and went, I must find the squirrel, and tried to run off, and now his character's gone. So it kind of worked out in that scenario. He's off to find the Daedra Lord. He was another one that had a very interesting backstory set up for his character and played it to a T. Yeah. Like, he just, his character didn't want to fight. He just didn't want to fight. He's like, I'm, I'll fight when I want to fight. And literally, he was like, what are you doing? Gambling with squirrels. What are you doing now? There's a fight going on outside. How does he know how to talk to squirrels? Uh, Commune with animals, or no? He just didn't. It was just weird. It was just like I was letting him go with it because he was like, just he would like look at him and be like, he like, he would like <laughs> I don't know what it was. He couldn't talk to him, but he had a way to gamble with him because he would like try to like commune with them in a way where it got them the idea to gamble. But the ga- the squirrels also have sentience in this. They're not like, and I don't mean like. Here's a squirrel, and it's just running around the ground, trickling a corner. Fair enough. Way. There was literally a Nazi regime. He saw it. There was a Nazi regime of freaking like goose stepping squirrels. Hey, if the DM wants to allow it to happen, I'm all for it. And that's where yeah, I, I like how that can... started off with what kind of magical powers does he have to commune with these squirrels? Well, they're sentient. Oh, okay. Like, that's, that's, that's it. fine. I mean, <laughs> they're, well, they get, the, the goal is to or let the DM stop you. If they're not going to stop us, oh, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> He won. I ain't gonna explain shit. <laughs> Deus Ex DM. Uh, he also jumped out of a window because he got bored. Oh, that and, was a fun night. And Assassin Creed style assassinated a gladiator with a stale baguette. Gotta love that cook class. Fair that, enough. That cook class was probably one of my favorite things I found. But mind you, he did this after letting. There was a group of what? That's four what I'm or talking five? about. There was like literally they were fighting out there. Uh, like everyone's just watching one person die. And then, like, he's still just watching everyone. Hey, the fight's going on over here. 
Like, he went through like 12 rounds of just nothing. He sat around until there was literally one bandit left out there out of the original four or five, oh, yeah. and then he jumps in and steals the kill. But was this the one where Chris... or <laughs> Misty stepped in into battle to Misty step out of battle to get to the church or wherever it was? Oh, no, 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 no. Chris didn't Misty step. He just ran. Same thing. No, he just ran. There's a difference. He was like, no, oh, no, my church is on fire. Run. And he's like, he just did it all. He jumped into battle to jump out of battle to get across the battlefield. Part of the same series of events, but happening... What couple sessions later? Oh yeah, it was just a really just weird like you no know, because no, she was saying his running happened after the fight happened that what when Mather did that because that was a big fight at the end right and it was been it's been a very like for me it's been a very like great time to 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 just run with people because when we ran this game it was like a lot of people who didn't play before and uh, Chris doesn't RP worth and it doesn't uh, at all I'm aware so it was like playing with someone who's never played before all over again. Because there's a lot of conversating going on, and uh, it was pretty good, like just to see how everyone got into the conversation and what they wanted to do. See, the conversating is the more fun part for me. It's the less exciting yeah. part if you're watching people play and whatnot, or for new people, everyone wants to throw dice. I want to see how little I can throw dice and see what I can talk myself in and out of. I think that was the fun part about it with us, with the, with this group in particular, like with Llewellyn. Llewellyn's the one that like showed everyone that like you know D and D is like sex. The less awkward you feel, the like less less concerned you are with feeling awkward, the more fun you yes. have. Uh, and like and that was just him just throwing out random shit. Like he came he came in the first night and he was like, hmm, yes. Came back the second night and went, this is my blacksmith shop. Oh, you're doing that? Yup. Anyone else have any plans? Nope. Gonna roll with you for a while, <laughs> and and now he's got his mobile blacksmith shop on the back of his elephant Filbert. Yep, which will die sooner or later. <laughs> I will kill that, that elephant. You will crush him. You will end him. Have you, you do not that. figured out what I'm trying to do? You, I'm taking everyone to the brink of where their emotions, and I bring them. You saw back. how mad he got when you destroyed his actual shop. I did not. Wait, Jason's you, roll twenty strength check with a high five from a seven foot four orc to a one uh, to a four foot tall halfling through the roof of the blacksmith shop is what broke the damn blacksmith shop. I had nothing to do with that. I was just trying to find a way to do it. It's that DM immunity. You're not responsible for something that happens in game. You're just the DM. <laughs> they were high five, and I'm like strength check, net twenty. You're going through the fucking roof. <laughs> Great, give me another strength check. Why you ripped down the roof? <laughs> By the way, uh, the fighter is still carrying around that door from the blacksmith shop on his back. Yes, they kept the door. He yeah. doesn't use it as a shield. He just wears it on his back. <laughs> it's fair. You got to pick your trophies. Well, the, right. half, the halfling then got up and kicked Jason in the dick. So you, I've heard you, that part of the story. But she then punted him into the forge, which was out. Thankfully. Yep. That would have been entertaining. I mean, come on. Ricky jizzed into his mouth with lava. That's true. Don't forget, they also did destroy the glass jar with the pickled gnome in it. Oh, through the pickled, through gnome, the pickled gnome. The gnome commancer. It was a necromancer. They wanted to keep it. They cleaved it in I, half. I, I understand. And then, they, and then we had a cook pickle it. And he thought that was how he was going to sell weapons. Put it on the counter. <laughs> he he tried to open a roadside shop the other night. <laughs> Seriously, like I'm transitioning them from one town to the next. They were supposed to leave this town two sessions ago, and they just kept trying to steal stuff. So they never left the town. They're moving on to a bigger city. Put them on a little side quest on the way over there. 
it was getting late in the night, so we had to kind of call it. So camp out in the woods, wake up the next day, you're half a day's walk from the big city, get over there, let's start this. They spent, no. No. They woke up and spent the entire day setting up a roadside weapons shop to sell to passing travelers, and then ended up murdering a group of adventurers because it looked like they had better stuff. I see nothing wrong with it. Did this. you guys ever make it to the town? No. Well, we made it to the outskirts of town, but by the time we got there, we had like 15, 20 minutes left, and... I was like, I, I'm not letting him in this city yet. I'm not, I don't have, no. there's not enough time to prepare this place. So you're staying outside and I had to come up with some contrived way to keep them out. And <laughs> so here's, here's the downfall of being a DM sometimes when you try and keep people out of town, you know, keep the gates closed because of political intrigue and backstabbing that's happening inside the town. Guess what you have to write for next week? An episode political of West intrigue. Wing. Yeah. yeah. So oh, come on, that's that's got see, the writing portion of this whole thing has always been the easiest thing for me, because most of the story writes itself. You you, you don't want to get to like the most deepest part of it. You want literally your start and your finish because that's where you want them to go, and then you just feel, you have to be able to think on your feet at that point to figure out where they're going to go. From. That's why I don't come in with anything ever written down. I'm like, if they do this, I do this. They do this, I do this, and it's all. Whereas for the first quest I did, the first night of DMing, I had about 12 pages written. <laughs> All you have to do is throw up dense fog. You can't pass through. <laughs> That's something. Swords of revealing light. Oh, Jesus. Three turns. <laughs> <laughs> Getting that Yu-Gi-Oh reference in there. What about you, Bird? I mean, you, you've you been helping me. You drew up so, the town. You drew up the map. You drew up everything. Oh, we got something, Kyle? Uh, it's rather off topic, but Yu-Gi-Oh brought it up. So, did you see what they're doing at Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments now? Yes, that was my favorite thing I've ever said or ever read. So, clean clothes must be showered. You cannot smell or look offensive, and or they'll kick you out of the tournament. Oh no, you get you get you get you get penalized. You go get kicked out. You just get penalized. Look offensive? Is that like clothing or Clo- face? Exactly. <laughs> Because that would that would keep most of the players well, yeah. out of there. No, no, it's 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 clothing. You can't come in there. You have to look like, appropriate. You can't walk in there dressing like a Nazi, you know. And you can, but yeah, that was the that was my favorite thing. A lot of people would do that at cons too. I would really like enjoy that more if people started doing that. Like you can't smell. Go Th- take there a should be a shower. hygiene check somewhere. Well, exactly. we we've started that trend walking around in suits at the last one. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. We started a trend. <laughs> what about you, Bird? What did you think about it? Like you, you've helped me draw the map out. You draw the town. You've been helping me think of gods. You've helped me uh, figure out where towns would be located. And you're now going to be stuck into this world with us. Are are you excited for that? How do you feel? Uh, well, I've made like three characters in my head, and so far I realized that I make characters that don't play well with others. Uh, but <laughs> I do think I I Shocking. like uh. The, the aspect of making it more so than being a part of it, but that's probably something I'll under, have a better grasp on once I have actually been a part of it. I mean, you don't have to come play with us. If you wanted to like start like co-DMing like, my game for a bit like and like just learning about that and helping draw maps and like get things Create down. Create NPCs. Yeah, things like that. I have no problem with you doing that. I just thought you'd want to play because you're going to have a character sheet with your name on it in the freaking drawer still. I mean, I can help DM with that one and then play in your guys' one. Oh, yeah. We do need two people. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that one, too. We got to talk to Denny still, see if he's ever going to come again, and then we'll go from there. And then I actually got to talk about who's going to come for that. (laughs) Because I know know a group of people that are interested. 
Uh, I'd like that to start again soon-ish. Yes, so would I. Uh, we've been busy. And Joe just got a new place to live. That's mostly the biggest part of it. That Anytime we thought about it, he's like, I'm moving. And they're like, God damn it. I'm like, oh, I'm getting married. Shit. All right, we can't play. <laughs> that kind of I would have played realized. at the reception. Huh? I would have played at the reception. I would have, too, and got killed. Uh, <laughs> we wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> uh, I would have. I left early. I know. <laughs> but uh, I was going to say... Uh, You've you've seen us play before. Like, are you just more you more fun of a runner, or what do you think you'll have more fun as like a, as like a DM or is a runner? And what makes you want to like gravitate towards more being a dungeon master than an actual player? Uh, probably because most of the backstory I come up with works better for villains than it does for a character. Cha- cha- chaotic, e- dude, motherfucker, evil campaigns. Are you outside your mind? It's great. Yeah, alignment charts, bro. You're fine. Have you seen our game? <laughs> <laughs> On several occasions. Yeah, that's why it's like, we're evil. We don't care. And in this game, everyone's mix and match, so it's very entertaining to see what they do. Like, I gave Jim a town, and Jim then promptly turned down the town. And then the rest of the team went, yeah, we need you to reconsider that. I'm like, I didn't have to say anything. They're like, no, we want the town. <laughs> our, our first game, Grant was a paladin, like holier than thou. Yeah, well, that got really bad. That did not turn out well for a bit. There were side discussions of, are we killing Grant yet? <laughs> there was, how quick do I have to kill Grant? Shit. I was there for those. Yeah. I remember that conversation. If Grant's not down with the plane, we have to kill him. Oh, yeah, that was a <laughs> lot. Um, But, I mean, I was going to say, like, I think it'll be entertaining either way. Because we don't have a druid. We don't have a rogue. We don't have anyone sneaky. Everyone's like, I am here! And that's it. Like, nobody's, like, sneaky at all in this damn game. Or they're like they have like one healer, and it's like, oh, I hope to God you people don't get screwed. Uh, good luck, everyone. Kayla's almost died like three times now. <laughs> and she's the healer. <laughs> that's the problem. Um, but like, that's so many different campaigns. And I think, uh, let me ask you a question, Don. This actually goes back to you here. Uh, I literally came up with this idea just to play D and D, and because I, I always hear people complain, and then my first thought was, I want a game, and I'm going to do it. And then literally, I grab. I, I don't know how the hell I got all of you guys. I just like brought up the idea. I'm like, listen, here's some really stupid stuff that you can do in this game. You just tell people you do it, and it happens. And everyone's like, that sounds exciting. And I expected not for it to go past like one session. I expect all of you guys to, like dip out on me. And here you guys all are still. <laughs> I think it's one of those things like we've all thought about playing in the past, but didn't have anyone to just kind of nudge us off that cliff of go ahead and play. And finally, when you came along and said hey, I'm thinking of starting up a new campaign, especially for new players. Everyone's like, all right, maybe this is the chance. Show up one night. It's like, okay, we've got some people. Looks like we're going to have a game here. Did you know Jim thought it was only going to be a one-off? He yeah, I he remember when he said that. That he, surprised the hell He out literally me. thought that that whole like setup and everything, like even like the next day, like I, I, you know how I ended it. He thought that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, really? And I foreshadowed that like, hard. It's like, you don't understand. This This, has, this lasts for years. I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not done yet, man. You We're, don't quit. Here's no quitting in this. I got to make enough money to get that table I saw at C2E2. <laughs> the freaking table. Literally, the table's awesome. It's literally just like really long-ass table. Then you take the top off, and you crank the side, and the playable feature just comes up to eye level. And you just like start playing there. And when you're done, yeah, it's like there's the, some uh, ridiculous tables out there. Like the intro graphics to Game of Thrones where everything's just popping up. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean... Next like, week, Game of Thrones. Next week, yep. what 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 did you learn from like all this so far? 
what did I learn from from? Yeah, like what have you discovered about yourself? Like, like literally, people. Some people just like they go about their lives normally, and then you like you thrust them into something like this, and then they're like, "Wow, okay, I can be a lot more intuitive. I can be a lot more subtle. I can be more heartless." You know, that definitely that one. Yeah, the heartless one. Um, I've noticed that it's. No, I was like different. Uh, different people really don't necessarily play the characters you think they're going to. Some some have. Um, like our, our ranger, definitely Ryan and my group, definitely playing exactly the type of character that I thought he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, Llewellyn, on the other hand, our barbarian definitely playing. Well, I mean, I guess I could kind of see him acting like that in real life, but he just takes it to a new extreme. So it's, it's like everyone's taking a part of the personality that they really like or they want to be what they're known for and making that a character and pushing it way beyond well yeah that's the beauty of rpgs type games like this is you get to be who you want to be not who you're told to be but i do respect that uh the people that have decided to play something that is not them and given themselves these limitations like okay this this character has to play like this this and this i can't let my personal feelings come into this i can't try and be if i'm playing a dumb barbarian i have to be dumb. dumb yeah you have to play a dumb barbarian. You it, have to be a dumb barbarian. And he, he even does some great sight gags when we're playing. Like We start talking about, oh, we've got the road continues on to the north. And he sits there, and we decided which way in the room is north based on how the map orients. So if that's north, you go, oh, yeah, we got to go north. And he just points the <laughs> wrong direction every time. And it do, it never fails. And he just start walking in that direction like he knows. What he, but he just plays that character so beautifully. And same with the rest. Everyone else has these... <laughs> Like how we've been hyping up freaking the well for the past like twenty minutes. Well, yeah, I, I'm not gonna just. I, he is. I will say he's a shining example of the people that I played with playing a character. The cook as well mm-hmm. did a fantastic job setting these parameters that were debilitating parameters for a character mm-hmm. at freaking out and having the demonic energy over PTSD. Him. It's been great. Yeah, and that's no one. Especially new players, you won't see a new player try this. Something that would no. just genuinely cripple you in battle mm-hmm. to where you're stuck in a corner in the fetal position. <laughs> that was great. But the fact that he wanted that character because it's so extreme and then plays it so well. And it's awesome to see stuff like that. And then you've got the people that aren't fantasy types or ha- haven't had much leeway into it who are kind of slow to start up, figuring out the rules of the game, figuring out what it is, what how the game plays, worrying more about the rules of the game before coming into, okay, oh, well, fantasy, there's, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's the fantasy, there's the role-playing, getting to that aspect. But to watch those people then develop their characters and realize that, okay, I understand the base game. Now I have to be someone. I have to become this character. Oh, yeah, like Jim's doing a better job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone saw... Like what they could and could not do, and like, like especially throwing Micah into the group with those with uh with Chris and Jim and everyone else. He took was... to the RP a lot better than I thought he would. Oh, it took him a minute. It did. It took him a second, and then when he realized what he could and could not do, it's been amazing to have that wizard around. Uh, I, I, I'm telling you, right now, he believes you can knock a cube, uh, a gelatinous cube prone, <laughs> because he crit failed an Arcana check on them, and then he throwed a three. So I'm like, you don't know anything stupid, but you're damn sure you can knock that thing prone. And he watched someone do it and then get dissolved. And he just leans over to everyone. I didn't even prompt him. He just leans over and goes, 
he didn't do it right. And like, like, what? And he's like, you've been trying this this whole time? And he's just like, thinking about it. Thinking and, about it. And I I'm can... waiting for the comments where people are like, what do you mean you can't knock it prone? What? Everyone was there like, can we knock, what can we do that thing? And he looks at Jim and he's like, he knocks it prone. He goes, I don't think so. I'm like, do an insight check against him. Rolled the insight check, rolled it, rolled it lower than his uh his uh his charisma check against it and like you have to believe him why because you just asked him his professional opinion and you can't tell if he's wrong or not and his professional opinion tells you otherwise your character has to believe that and jim that killed him inside because he knows that is the dumbest thing he's ever heard But he has no way to refute it in the Love game. That. He he literally is walking and he's like, Oh, this is the information center of the town. He's like, I'm gonna go find me a pamphlet. And literally he's looking for the pamphlet that he read this out of, and it has not stopped yet. He's like, I'm gonna find that fucking pamphlet again that tells you you can do it. And it's just like the dumbest thing ever. And he's just like holding on to that gag as he can. But he plays it the rest of the way the whole time. Like he calls Chris a lowborn, left and right. Because Chris is a uh, he's a high elf, Chris is a wood elf, and they are the lower portions of the high elf spe- of the spell spectrum. He calls them a lowborn all the time. Yeah, and it's just like it's it, makes it, sense. It's just great to watch because it's. I think that's the, it's going to bring it and it also like the the Thursday thing. We were talking about how people don't get together anymore and they don't have time to get together and like being able to set across that side of time once a week to get together and you have trivia is fun. It, but it's really loud and we get a lot heated when it comes to a lot of people and like who's doing what, who's answering what, bringing it together again and like just sitting down and trying to come towards a common goal with your own personalities is very entertaining and it's very fun to watch. And like Kayla, Kayla wanted it back in the house cause she just loves watching it. She doesn't give a crap about playing. She just loves watching and listening to everybody and everything that's happening. So I will tell you this right now. If you if you ever wanted to play, one, come by our channel, watch us play, see what happens. If you ever want to learn how to play, message the group. We'll be more than happy to help you guys out. Uh, but if you have your local comic book shop anywhere nearby, they will be able – they have Wednesday uh, around us in uh, Frankfurt, Illinois. Uh, for anybody who's listening to anyone else from Frankfurt, uh, A&F Comic Books has Wednesday night Dungeons & Dragons tonight. You go there, 8 o'clock, and you can – Sit, or is it 5 or 36 o'clock? You can sit down and learn how to play the game. And you get that camaraderie with other people. And I, I, I really do tell everyone to go do it. it. It doesn't matter. Even if you don't like the fantasy. There are millions of games like this. The fantasy portion of it is just this part of it. Uh, any last words on that, Kyle? Don? Well, to piggyback off what you said about going to find a local place that is having a game night for this especially if you don't know anyone there, you don't have to worry about being shy or being reclusive. You just show up because you are being someone else that night. So you could walk in there and play this other completely different character and still be able to enjoy it and meet these people and then start to work into, you know, bringing out more of your personal life as you get to know them personally. And you don't have to worry about people making fun of you. Literally, they can't. You can't walk in there and be like, "Nerd, no, 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 you're here doing the same damn thing." Right, exactly. No, you can. You can do that. That's say, just wait. your character type. Oh yeah. Right. No, if you get in game is one thing. In game is a whole other story. If you have a barbarian calling a wizard a nerd, that makes sense. I'm saying, but if a person, if Kyle Kukabear calls Bruce a nerd, really, like motherfucker, you're here too playing the same <laughs> game with me. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, like we're playing a whole different game. I know. <laughs> but you get the point. I mean, yeah. it's really nice, uh, Chris. 
honestly been enjoying these uh, D&D nights on the Thursdays. It's been really a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't like being called low worm, but I've been learning to just run with it, and I've been calling... Shut up, protagonist. I've been, I actually missed that name. <laughs> I have not been called that in a very long time. PR. No. <laughs> Plan a day I can play, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also interested in that new race they just released, the Otter Race. Yeah, there's like millions <laughs> of races out there, man. <laughs> new races all the time. Yeah. But, but it's otters. I know. They're yeah. awesome. We know how awesome little cute critters are, okay? We're like all like over two hundred and seventy five pounds and we understand like how cute little animals are. I meant the three those, big ones. Those wa- two together might be two seventy five. Maybe. It'd be really fucking close. How much do you weigh? Buck eighty six. Yep, they got it. <laughs> they're they're about three hundred. Barely. You outweigh both of them, Kyle, unless you've dropped. I'm at fourteen stone. <laughs> exactly 14 stone congratulations sir that's not something to be proud of <laughs> no the fact that you know how to weigh yourself in stone yes <laughs> that's what i'm congratulating you on well yeah you got to go with the the smaller number <laughs> even if it represents the same weight it's just easier to be like i only weigh 14 units exactly. as opposed to 300 units uh, go it's, less, it's, it's less than 300 what do you what you got then what what do you, what do you, what's your takeaway from like D and D and what's your final words on the stuff? I don't know. Awesome. It's good words. Words to live by. I'm actually very curious on this one. Uh, you're how many stone? Fourteen. How much do you weigh in regular? What fourteen <laughs> stone weighs? Yeah, that's full of shit. In regular. Because <laughs> I'm two fifty six and that puts me at eight. You're less than two fifty six now. How much is a stone? Well, that's 18 stones. Then whatever set you're on, because one stone should be 14. Google? <laughs> I don't know if they're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, this, uh, the Google. Kyle should not be less than me. Maybe it's 21. That <laughs> makes more sense. <laughs> maybe yes, this it's mo- 21. That's, okay, there we go, that's better. I was like... Ah, sorry. A stone is fourteen pounds. Yes, yeah, I got you here. Just inverted. A stone is twenty-one pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Call it a rock. There we'll we go. just make up another yeah. unit. Congratulations, of by the way. Then that is a congratulations moment from when I've talked to you before. No, it's not. I've gained weight. Yeah, but you used to be over three hundred when you first came back. Yeah, and then I got down to two seventy-eight. I know, but you're fine now. All right, that's the case then. We'll start with you on this one. Speaking of Google, oh. we'll get, we're going to get away from the pen and paper and the books and everything else, and we're going to move on to technology. Um, Google Stadia? Stadia? Stadia. 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 I'll take that one. Uh, this just got released recently, and uh, the press conference just happened. And I found it entertaining. About two weeks ago? Yeah, about GDC. two weeks ago. And I, I found it entertaining with the press conference because I got to, I understood, like, I'm a tech guy myself and, like, working work in the technology field. And yeah. I, as soon as they went with what they were doing, I knew what they were doing. Like, I get it now. I have an idea what you're doing. But you've left a lot of open. So I'm going to leave it to Bird here because he's been, you know, himself, a.k.a. quiet. I'm going to let him explain to us what it is. Come on, call for us. Call? <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, so, how do I explain this? Basically, you 
are able to access video games on Chrome. You can a- any device. Any device that can a- can access Google. Uh, and there's supposed to be no download time, little to no lag. Somehow it you and also couch co-op, which just requires multiple people to be able to connect to their different accounts. Um, am I missing things? I feel like I'm missing things. You're probably, you're you're missing, probably missing a lot of things. A lot of things. Missing a lot. There's a lot of open questions after what you just described, but nobody has those answers yet. Not even nope. Google. All right, so let's run that down really quick. So uh, if anybody is in the technology field and they understand how Citrix works, that's effectively what you're doing. Uh, there's going to be a computer that's going to be somewhere else. You're going to open up a portal of some kind, and you're going to use that PC's resources to run what you're trying to do. And that's pretty much what he what you explained. Uh, the computer is the, the the console is located somewhere else. They're ta- they're claiming that it's going to be seamless transition between, which makes sense. It's very simple to do that. All you're doing, and, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is groundbreaking." No, not really. Um, it's pretty much it's running on the PS4 over here, and all you've done is just plug in another monitor. Uh, that's all that's really happened, uh, and that's what way way it works with Citrix too, because I can start a session over here disconnect from that session, reconnect to that session over here, and it brings it back up. The impressive part is that it's going to work on all these different video, which which still technically, to me, isn't that impressive. Uh, It's a lot of confusion, though, Uh, and I will let Kyle... They said a lot of words that if you're not in the field, make it sound a lot more impressive. (laughs) Exactly. That's why I'm like looking at going... And then if you're in the field, bring up a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. So let's uh, let Kyle, I will let you start with... We'll go around the room and we'll we'll do a question a person on what the fuck we don't know. And uh, we'll we'll wonder what we're questioning from there. So, Kyle, go ahead. America has the 20th, 20th best internet in the world. How are we going to do this? I mean, you're str- yeah. In theory, you're running off the portal and all that nonsense. But if I'm in bumfuck Montana <laughs> and I want to play this, I'm not going to have the internet speed to play this. Correct. Latency will kill you. Correct. But they, they say latency won't. They brought up how much they did. They did answer that question. They said how much the bandwidth. They said really. Do you know how much they said for 4K? How much the megabits is going to be for 4K for download? I, I know what they said. I don't believe that ISPs are going to be able to provide these things. I don't think they'll be able to provide it consistently for everyone around the block that's, at the same exact time. That's exactly what I mean. Okay. They have it for the one player that actually has... I don't think it, America's internet structure will inf- infrastructure will support this on a mass scale. But you know which, which, interf- which one will? Google Fi. Right. Oh, Google um, Fiber. Google Fiber will be able to pull it off. Yeah. Do but, you know how many states have that and how many states are banning it? Yeah. Not us. We don't got it. I've been looking for it since before I bought the house. Um, but the Chicago's point. Chicago's supposed to have it. Uh, Chicago might, out here does not. I know. Um, that's what I was gunning for originally. Uh, but with that, the, they told us, they, they did tell you to say that the bandwidth is going down as they get, but you'll get 720 or 1080. Because most of us shouldn't be. Let me put this out there for you non techie people. Uh, don't worry about 4K if you don't have a 4K TV. Or a system that can output 4K. Exactly. Right. If you have a PS4 Pro, guess what? You can output 4K. Then you can have a... But if you don't have a 4K TV, you're not outputting 4K. If you have a 4K TV and you have like a 1080, a regular PlayStation that goes 1080, you're not getting 4K to begin with. So 
don't worry about that. Most of us are only going to be doing this at 1080 to 720 to begin with. But I'm worried about getting an AK. Yeah, we ain't talking about the AK. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, let's get that out of the way. But so the bandwidth, uh, the bandwidth download is going to be based upon how much you're actually pulling. And if you're doing 1080, it won't be as bad as people think it will be. Well, and, I, and it I, also uh, depends on the ISP. You also have your limits of what you can go for that month. This is going to really screw up and drive people's. That's why I went unlimited at this house. Right. But I'm, <laughs> we were fucking that up really quick. On top of the just. All right, Don. What's your uh, question? I'm, well, I want to piggyback off of this oh, real go ahead quick. Then. So you've got the download, the the video stream coming to your yep. device, which we all know is it's possible to stream that content no problem between YouTube and Netflix and Hulu and all that stuff. The problem here is you've got a two-way street happening because mm-hmm. you've got to be able to input controller button presses that have to go back to that server and then come back to you for everything to register. What are you talking about? Signals don't get crossed ever. <laughs> that's why, that's where, that, right there, that's where uh, DS, I got, not DSL, I can't remember, uh, no, DSL. DSL was perfect for this. Actually, I'm not going to lie. DSL was actually perfect for this kind of thing. Everyone's like, oh, DSL sucks. You get slower speeds. I'm like, ah, but it was dedicated. Yeah. You understand? When and people don't know how internet works, all of your internet leaves the house, hits a junction box, and then merges onto the same fucking line and then goes to where it needs to go. And it's jumbled, like you're saying. A DSL? Or D, yeah, DSL. Doesn't need a single line. It, it literally does. Your, your, your signal... Is on its own line yep. as it goes. Diaz was amazing at mom and dad's house because we had all those people in that neighborhood that was using the same internet factor. And it, when I went to regular cable, it completely screwed up me trying to play any games at a certain amount of time. Out here, I'm perfect. No, no, no one plays games in this area. <laughs> this is amazing for me. Right. <laughs> Downloads and everything's perfect. But I, I, I'm, I'm worried there's going to be an introduction of like input lag. And oh, there's, 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 there's going to be frame be. drops. There's going to yeah. be everything. There's going to be packet loss. Excuse me, not frame drops. Packet loss the whole way through. If I'm not mistaken, their their controller connects directly to Wi-Fi and sends. So you're not going it's, through another device. First. No, it's all Bluetooth, all Wi-Fi. There's no cords. There's no right. nothing. But you could still use your Bluetooth or your own. Like I can use my controller right there. Right. Which, uh, which, by the way, for anybody who doesn't know, that little share button that they had there. Ain't so fucking special. Like you, you, got, you got two, you got two of them right on this that have a share button on all this. Yeah. It wasn't like, wow, that's groundbreaking. N- not really. I pressed it on that and did the same thing. Right. Okay. So now my my actual Go question ahead. about your, your the service question that wasn't answered. Go ahead. Uh, is price structure? Ah, we went right to price structure, which we knew was going to happen. Well, that's that's no going to be that the absolute most important thing because there's a lot of these other there's other so, services like this. There, there's another there's, question to be asked there. Now, the, are we talking about subscription price structure? Now, now, how will they do it? Is the question. The question is, are they going to do it where you bought you you can I can subscribe to your thing, right? And I can you guys pretty much house all my games, and my games are I have to then purchase the games there. Or are you going to have a tier list for the games that I can play? That's where I'm stuck at. Like, I have to pay for your subscription and then pay for the game? I'm paying you per month for me to play the games? That's where the pricing got me. I don't think it's going to be you're paying for games. The way they described it and everything, I can be watching a trailer on YouTube. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, play now. And you start playing that game. It jumps right into that game. There's no. It's not going to be a paid per game. It, there's going to be some kind of tier system to where it's this is 
what you can or how long it's been out to play or something like that or how many devices you can have on it. But I also think price is going to be about going to depend on who signs with Stadia. That well, they got the, Ubisoft right now. That's going to be the bigger. How who are they? What are they paying Ubisoft? What are they going to pay these developers? Are indie developers going to have to pay more or less to get their titles on this new system? That that's I'm more worried about how they're paying the developers that usually right. get these oh, yeah. giant contracts to be Sony exclusives or Xbox or and what's it going to do to some of the other digital distribution platforms you know i know origins not the best but we'll throw that in there uh, steam are these going to that, that won't that won't touch steam well, are, look are we at gonna... what epic and steam are doing right now with Ex- borderlands people Ooh. are so much enraged because epic has a 6 month exclusive mm-hmm. with borderlands 3 with borderlands 3 so if you don't want to download the epic store because your entire library is on steam it kind of makes sense even though it's another I won't even get into that. Just another launcher, but even some indie devs that yeah. run Unreal Engine for their games are getting yep. They're getting pulled away from Steam. Oh, we get well, yeah. Now, now, now they're, now they're going to be running off of their big thing. Now they have a contract with Unreal, and I'm actually I'm, I'm I love Unreal Engine. So I'm really it's hoping a great that, engine. I'm really hoping they can do some amazing things with Stadia on that because now they got Google. But the price on this is going to be like it's going to be ridiculous. I, I can't I can't. I don't know what the price is going to be per person, but anytime someone goes to a subscription-based, and that's where things go really haywire mm-hmm. and wonky. Well, there's there are benefits to subscription-based when you know what your monthly operating costs are going to be. Oh, exactly. Agreed. So uh, that's that that makes it easier for I think for a service like this to keep it running because there you know their overhead is going to be insane on this stuff. This is supposed to launch sometime 2019. I don't think they make that deadline. I think they do, but with a really shitty library. Yeah, I yeah, think you're going to see a lot of indie stuff and and, and Assassin's Creed. I, I yeah, think right. they're and, going and to rush Creed, it. Doom and, yeah. it's gonna and be, it's gonna they be could shoot themselves in the foot before it even gets off the ground to well, become something. And look at what the competitor products are like. Um, Nvidia, GeForce Now, I believe is their service, still in beta after a year, year and a half. Apple's now getting into it with streaming apps to where you no longer have to pay for your game apps, but you'll have a monthly subscription for that. All right. Well, let's go on over. Now we're done with pricing. We get the idea that we are absolutely, we have no idea. And it's going to be so messed up, and they're going to fucking shoot themselves in the foot. Chris, what you got? They're international distribution. They talked about how they're going to, it's going to be most of the U.S., like U.S., Mexico, in some places in Europe. Not Mexico. No, whatever. whatever. I'm just saying. My question is, why not one of the biggest communities, which is Japan? Why not out there at all? Okay, they won't touch China because China definitely has probably China and North Korea have uh, have some of those like in Korea in general have some of the strictest internet policies. Even in Australia, well, Australia yes. has the problem as well with the uh, like you'll talk about. They don't get certain well, games. The because, UK now too. Yeah, they don't get certain games because of certain ratings. So that's that's why those areas, Japan, I can't even begin to understand. Well, that's uh, why I didn't say those. Oh no, I said just Japan. I know I'm going with I'm, I'm I'm segueing up 
to that. It's called making the base ground and then going to where you are at. And like, like, okay, I can understand these, but I agree with you. Why not Japan in this situation? Japan has one of the biggest, let's say, fighting game scenes, even for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to think, I think about where where Square Enix headquarters is sitting out of, uh, and uh, Sony, Nintendo, and Nintendo, and Sony. Yeah, there's all these places where develop all these games. Why would you not want to touch that? I can't. I can't even grasp why you wouldn't. I'm gonna go with with how quickly they're trying to roll this out. They are working on the legalities of even jumping into that system. I guarantee there's so much red tape to go into there. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, I can. It's the only way I can go with it. There's no way, like especially because you, you know you want the Final Fantasy games like immediately. People want those, like, because when you get into that, you got to think like, oh, well, I'll want to play 14 now, and like, how well does that server overlap work, like, with uh, different because con- 14 is on console as well. You got to think about MMO RPGs that are on console, like DCEU is going mm-hmm. to be entertaining wow. as hell. Wow is not is not well. Wow, I know what you mean, but Wow is going to be. Well, will be a little bit more entertaining to see. I don't think they'll be able to pull that one off because they're not talking about Blizzard. And I think that would be just a terrible experience to try and play on a device like this because you got to remember if you if you deal with a game oh. like WoW that you oh, have know. interface mods and you are used to doing stuff like that, customizing, tweaking all these things that aren't serviced by the original game that you need to add. For and you can't purposes, do it now. You cannot do it. You can't install any boss mods. And top of that, you could like trying to have you're trying to raid with one that one douchebag who's trying to play off a cell phone while he's at work. Right. Exactly. Can't do that. It's not going to work at all. And but like that goes back to I, once again, Chris. No idea on the Japan thing. It has to be the red tape and legality. I think they'll yeah. get that sooner or later, though. Probably. Who, if not, unless it crashes first, and then they just they throw it away. They're trying to hit the higher markets with more people. Japan's small, very small, yeah. so the population there is going to be. And they're trying to hit. I think like they're looking at like parents instead of like weebs who want like <laughs> Japanese games. Well, before we jump up to bird, real quick, I have like just one small secondary question. Shoot, how far back would a throwback be for gaming on there? A throwback? Yeah, like Ooh. how how. How old are the games that we can actually play on there? Oh, that, aside from how current. Yeah, see, that's gonna be another thing. That's, Their library that goes back yeah, just the that, library. Yeah, that's the whole developer and who you want to partner with, who's going to partner with you. Because you think like you can't like was it uh, Nordic for that matter? Like you got the you got the Darksiders. When Darksiders one come out, do we even get a chance to play that one? Is Darksiders three even on there at that point? Mm-hmm. But how far back is that gonna go? I, I don't think you're gonna see any past library games. Yeah, I don't think so. Ever I don't, show up. Like you're not like. The, I think you're gonna get current releases. They're they're, right. they're partnering with Doom, right? With yeah. the, the Doom company. I don't think we're gonna get like Doom from like 1990s on that bitch. Right. No. I mean, really, no one that's gonna sign up for the service is really gonna want to play those oh, yeah. older games. Oh no, God no! And then you got because there's no point. You got like they were what they went back to NBA. NBA. You can get the NBA 2K. I'm like, what? But I want NBA jams. Right. Exactly. But that'd be cool though. That would like that would stop you from having to go yeah. out and buy like freaking consoles left and right. Yeah. Raspberry Pi to make your emulator box. Exactly. That's what I got. I know you do. <laughs> I was like, what yeah, a lot of people do because it's yeah. like thirty five dollars to set right, up. Right, it's fantastic. All right, Bird, what's your big question? Well, actually, before that, I wanted to jump back towards the pricing and ah. subscription and whatnot. Going back to questions. Yes, uh, I I I zoned out while Chris was talking. Something, Fair. Something about no, Japan. Sounds all right. Uh, and I was thinking about how I was wondering if it's going to be something kind of like how they structure YouTube, where there will be ads in the games, and that will be and based on the number oh, of times that you yeah. that the games get played, that pays for them, and then you can pay a subscription to not see ads 
I definitely think this is going to launch with a free version, advertising supported oh. for some basic indie games, and maybe a AAA title as a tie-in every now and again. I'm going to burn this place to the ground. ground. You're yeah. going to you're going to literally go into a boss fight, like about to hit yeah. the save point, and, you know. And next thing you know, as soon as you click save, freaking a YouTube ad's going to come across. Right. This is. I don't think they'll have in-game ads for like while you're playing. I don't think it's going to stop you, but there will definitely be banner ads. It seems like something they would do. I think there's definitely going to be banner ads. You're playing Dark Souls and you can't see the boss out because there's a fucking banner across there. Wait, where is this music coming from? Is this game music? You walk into the boss fight and you see there's an ad for a porn site playing in the back. This really is going to be the start of SAO Abridged. They they are gonna have to have a free version because I don't think you're getting the no, audience you're, you're, without a free version. I didn't even think about that. This just opens up a whole new world for ad space. Yeah, but the other thing that I was thinking about was um, Spotify. Yeah, which is you pay you can you listen with ads or you can pay a subscription. And the way Spotify started was the guy made an app with a bunch of songs he had downloaded off LimeWire. <laughs> so it like you said where it's going to be a bunch of indie games and stuff that they can get really cheap that they can then put on there that might be how they get this to actually launch and move up yeah. and I don't I don't think you're going to get a lot of I think the games that are going to be on there that are going to work well you're not going to be able to play any like really twitchy games you're not going to be able to play a Dark Souls on this it's not going to work not not in with our no. infrastructure but uh, there definitely is the potential for some really cool games to be on this platform, turn-based games, that I think it, it, it will find its niche. I don't think it's going to be replacing gaming computers and consoles. I think it'll I, be fantastic for us to be able to play, like, like if I'm, like, say I'm sitting here playing, like, something here, and then I want to go to work. Yeah. I'll still want my PS4 when I come home because there's another game I'm trying to play over there. I think this is going to start the transition away from console gaming yeah i i, I assume, I assume like, like like think about the steam box and the steam controller like xbox that yeah. is already releasing the one s which is there's no disk drive anymore it's mm. all digital downloads yep. and it has a one terabyte hard drive in it yep we're gonna and kill then everything's uh, going to the cloud for saves and all that i stuff, can't tell so. you the last time i bought a physical copy of a game we have to kill we're gonna kill gamestop Oh yeah, no, it's already that's... dying. I know, I know. I'm saying like, are we gonna no, be no. disappointed gonna about be... that? I'm not. I'm yes and slightly. no. Are we slightly? I slightly disappointed. I do like being able to go back there and like I do. I do like the that's... actual experience of going there. That's where I pick up my pre-orders and exactly. I I have to go in there and check out their used hardware. I need another uh, rock band guitar. Mine's starting to die. <laughs> Actually, I sure I got one like over here somewhere. Uh, that would be another interesting get- question on whether or not they're gonna have things for games like rock band no that uh, there's no way they could do that i mean unless you unless they have more things that they can then sell to you at higher prices until somebody takes apart a controller mm-hmm. um i guess my question would be is gonna be that uh co-op multiplayer like that uh, that couch multiplayer i want to see more of that and that would be the case of uh you know what the really good thing about couch multiplayer was originally was uh i would buy the game and then you can come over and play it so if that's the case now, because once again, these are just Citrix machines, I you know this, do I have to have it and you have to have a subscription too? Probably. And then we're now really just going to be doubling down on the internet that is in the house pulling down yes. from it. 
Because that was the first thing I thought was I'm like, wait, and then you asked them. I even brought it up. I'm like, do we need a secondary thing here? Well, so you're talking about each of you on an, a unique device playing. No, as opposed no, to no, 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 no. You sit down. Okay, so let's let, let's figure this out here. Okay, so it, it, it talked about how it's like, oh, it's going to use this stuff. If the game is multiplayer, um, they're not making multiplayer games out here. There's no way that you're going to take like a game that's two player online, and they're going to remake it to be two player local for this for this system. Right. So you're still going to be two-player online. The cool part about their advertising is the fact that I can do it on here because it's not graphically intensive. So all it's going to do on my TV is going to be able to open up two sessions at one time where he's okay, still yeah. technically playing on a separate system than I am. So you're not playing the split-screen mode of the game. No, you're playing, you're playing two split instances of the game. Yeah. on my screen. Yeah. So the, 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 the session I'm connected to would just minimize my graphics and minimize his graphics and put them on the screen together. So does that mean he's got to have a freaking login and I've got to have a login? In that case, I guarantee that'll be the... Is that the way it's going to work, though? That's the question. That's what I want to know. If I log into it and I can go, I want to play two-player this game, boom, would it be able to, like, hey, guest one? I don't know. I don't think so. they can't sell to me revitalized... So, couch multiplayer when the point of this was never to buy three versions of the fucking game right. to begin with. So they already partnered with Ubisoft. So if we wanted to play Heroes, theoretically, how many accounts do we need? Exactly. That, that's, that, that's the exact example. That- I think for especially for a game like that, they could they could score a home run if they say you only need one account with that game for four of you to play. As long as you're on the same network, if they do that, that's moving. That's this, that's going to be the is right this way. Bringing back land parties? Are they really trying to do this by accident? And it's not land anymore. Make it well, and it, <laughs> make it wan. If they can do that, make it really nice. Sorry, it, it could. Is it by seed if it's not land? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good one, Chris. All right, uh, but uh, let me go ahead and just get you guys' final thoughts really fast. Like just a quick overview. I want a thumbs up, thumbs down. What you think? Kyle, go. If it launches remotely well, so not terribly buggy, but you know there's going to be bugs, but if it has a successful launch to go, this will change the way gaming is done. This will change the entire industry, and it will push it towards that completely fully digital, no physical copies, basically almost systemless way we're going. So we could be on the precipice of an entire industry overhaul. So you're telling me here is I really need to get more of like uh, infrastructure yes. technology certification so I can start working in data centers. Got it. More or less. If if it goes well, this will be an industry overhaul. Correct. I, I agree. Don? Well, I agree as well with the if it goes yes. well. If they launch it right. It could do this and this and this and if, if, if. I don't think they're going to do it right. I, I don't think it's going to come out with a with a subscription model that's going to be appealing to the people that it needs to be. Sorry, I got excited here. I looked at our reviews, and it's our birth year. Nice. <laughs> 1986. Yes. Nice. Sorry. Um, yeah, I so don't... <laughs> if it doesn't go well, though, here's the question. Is anyone else going to try to foray into this to bring it that way, or is it going to lead us to where we're not pushing that envelope again? I, I think you're still going to have NVIDIA working on their system, their uh, their GeForce now, because they've been pushing that streaming a you know, game to a device that otherwise can't sure. run it almost with the Shield. They've got the Shield TV now, yep. which I almost bought after reading about it. 
because uh, it looked awesome. But combined with their service, they have put some dedicated effort into this, and I don't think their setup is as fly-by-night. It's going to take them longer to develop so what it. what you're saying is Google should buy NVIDIA. If Google wants to do this right, they should, yeah, they should buy at least partner with them for the GeForce Now because I think Google understands they how they're going to push the ads and how they're going to make money and monetize. The reason why is they're working with AMD already. That's no, the that's, problem. That's they can still buy them. Well, yeah, no, I'm saying, well, no, can, no, yeah. I, I, didn't mean no I, didn't, I didn't mean no to the buy. I meant no to the partner. They're, right, already, right, they're right. already with AMD, and I don't like AMD already. So. No, nobody does, uh, except <laughs> AMD owners. They'll tell you it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, Ed, can you can tell what kind of card I have? Nvidia, um, 1070. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Google is going to. They're going to know how to monetize this, but it's yep. not going to be for gamers. And Nvidia is making this service, but for gamers. They know what the gamers want. They know they're going to need to be fast response time. They know the graphics are going to have to be there, no delays. So they're going to have, I think, the better gaming experience. But Google's going to have the better platform. But I don't think Google's going to succeed. Better technology. Gotcha. Chris, final takeaways. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Down. The presentation felt lackluster to me. They were all like pretty just flashy. They used a lot of big words to confuse people like me to try to get into it. And honestly, I don't see them having a uh, even a half-assingly decent release, let alone if they show up at a... E3 for to do something. I think they're going to be even more lackluster. I guess that's the big question here. I that I have to lay to I you. I think they're going do, to take Sony's spot at E3. Thank you. As I do think we with with Sony and with um, EA EA gone. Do you think they're going to come in to yes. to, to to E3? I, I, I'm getting head nods and shit like that, so I'm assuming it's a yes. And I'm I get pretty a shrug sure that's Bert. where we're going to get a lot of our questions answered. Yep. But it's going to create tenfold more. Oh, don't worry. I'm, I, I, my friend Dan from work, uh, you remember him? Uh, he's going to be working their databases at E3 for their ticketing. Ooh. If I would not be in Canada, like literally three days later, I'd be going there to work. All them stocks are gonna drop. He has to take the week off, but he's gonna be working. He's gonna be working their stuff. I'm gonna tell him if there's anything free, anything free, hook a brother up, please. And he's like, I got you. You're gonna forget. So I have to buy you beer so you don't forget. <laughs> Bird, takeaways, thumbs up, thumbs down. What you thinking? Uh, if I can't merge my Steam library with it, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'll take it. That makes That's- sense. That's beautiful because people have already bought all these games and they don't want to have to rebuy them again. Um, I think it'll fail because you. I don't think you'll be able to play Fortnite on it. Oh. And these damn kids don't know what games are and that's all they care about. And that sounds like a joke at first, but you really are correct. Not yeah. just know, Fortnite, but the games like that. Those Fortnite, are the games. Apex. Yeah, if you can make those run well... But You've probably got to win. But those are twitchy games. Those are fast-paced games, and that's what's going to kill with it. With that word you just said, Google owns Twitch. No, it doesn't. No, no, no. Amazon, Amazon owns Twitch. Twitch. That's going to be... It's will, How is it going to integrate with Twitch? Oh, it, see, that's the fun part. It, can I stream something I'm streaming? Yes, you can, but you'll have to use... Because th- most kids won't know how to do it. 
because the third-party broadcast software to do is like Streamlabs and, uh, and uh, the other one, OBS, and there's another one I can't remember off the top of my head, XSplit. You have to use those, and you can only do it from your computer at that point. But then you can because you still do it from your phone because you can plug your phone into the thing in which it gets really wonky. And most of these kids aren't tech-savvy enough or haven't learned enough to be able to do that. So it's all going to be moving to YouTube, which they're trying to tackle that giant. Yeah, that's... You had something, Bird. Yes, uh, you brought up the actual question that I never got to ask. Uh, the one thing that it lets you do is, as a YouTuber, you can live stream on YouTube and then have a play now or join. Yes. And oh God! You are this number in line. Yeah, that I, I saw that feature. How, how long before those are tens of thousands launch long? Launch because if they're smart. They're going to pay people like Ninja, Shroud, Dr. Disrespect. They will not touch Ninja. Ninja no, is no, under I'm, contract with Twitch. I, I said people like. I'd say they hit Markiplier but, first. But, Markiplier, PewDiePie, yeah. Jacksepticeye. They're trying to get PewDiePie off of YouTube, actually. Oh, I you, you got to You have to go with those big names on those streams, just like what Apex Legends did. They paid Ninja a million dollars on launch day to play his that game the entire day. I guarantee they did the same for Shroud, Dr. Disrespect, all those big Battle Royale people. You're going to have to pay those trendsetters to get in on this, but I don't... Everyone hates YouTube streaming. There's no really big, dedicated gaming personalities for that YouTube streamers just because how YouTube does their metrics. Yeah. You know, you know it's bad when the people who got famous on youtube yes still stream on Twitch. on twitch exactly i wonder if they're gonna my biggest one of the funny things because i remind you you i brought up Markiplier and you brought up streaming and it still loves me right now to date because Markiplier still does it on uh youtube and i was over there when he, he said something very funny and it made me laugh really hard as i left he got a notice of copyright for 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 cuphead while he was playing cuphead on youtube (laughs) yeah from youtube it's like he's like i'm playing cut no shit i'm streaming it on your service yeah their copyright notices get aggressive sometimes they're stupid no that was dumb like you know that's that's exactly that's like it's automated that's why no one likes streaming on youtube this is going to force streaming on youtube so many copyright infringements are going to happen. I don't know. All I, right. it's They're going to have to perfect their streaming because if I can't watch someone play it, that's the way people play now. They want to be able to watch someone play it. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll call it there. We got WrestleMania here in a bit. I got some cooking to do. Got some ribs to make up. Got some uh, chili to make. Got to pick some things up so I can clean up the house. Ribs aren't marinating yet? You done fucked up. We're... we're, we're, we're we're doing it in a different way, bitch. Uh, back up. Uh, you done fucked up. <laughs> you go to hell, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Probably. Go to your homework. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got to do homework. He can't even stay here for g- WrestleMania. G- g- give me your knife. <laughs> Slash wrist. Uh, all right. Uh, for everyone here, I want to thank everyone who came by. Um, we'll be trying to get together next week or two to do this again. Um, I want to thank Bird and Don for coming by. Thank you for talking with us, uh, giving us some good input. Bird with you may not say a lot, Bird, but what you do, it moves us right here. It does. It moves the conversation. 
Definitely. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about clogged arteries. Yeah, well, no, that's Chris's He wishes cooking. those things could move. Uh, <laughs> but we will uh, we'll let you guys know we're doing more about the Homicide Vagabonds D&D campaign. We'll let you guys know how, what, what our plans are. Was you know We have to replace people, unfortunately, and it's not exactly the best of situations, but we'll figure it out from there. And hopefully I'll be able to bring you guys back on here for more conversations. Uh, once again, the, for the Comic-Cons podcast, this is Bruce Ward, Chief Hoover. Christine Forster Vasquez. Kyle Darth Cooch Kuchkenbecker. And you guys have yourself a wonderful day. Peace out. Peace.